Welcome to the all-new Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by OnX. I'm your host, Brody Swisher. Today I'm joined by my three young studs, my sons, Aiden, Easton, and Remy, also known as Rimbo. I've got them in the studio office with me today, and we are launching a brand new podcast, the Hunting Roots Podcast. And I know you may be saying, does the world really need another hunting podcast? There's seems like everybody and their mama's got a hunting podcast these days, giving tips and tactics and all the latest, greatest information. And honestly, we probably don't need just another hunting podcast. Uh, but that's not what we're going to have here with the Hunting Roots podcast. This is the podcast designed to bring you the other side of the story. Telling the story, that's what we want to do. We want to deliver the other side of the story. We're going to bring you uh, many First-time deer hunt stories from our friends, family, and some of the uh, pioneers from across the industry, guys that paved the way for us younger folks. Uh, we're going to have some stories of near-death experiences in the backcountry. We've got some stories of tragedy in the whitetail woods. Uh, Will Primos is coming up on this first episode uh, following, and uh, there's no better way to kick things off than with Will Primos, just because of the fact that he's the guy that I look to as a mentor for me. As a child growing up, uh, my dad got me started uh, squirrel hunting, had a big time with that, but my dad was not a deer hunter, he was not a turkey hunter, and so man, I spent a lot of Friday nights while my buddies are at the football game or partying, chasing the girls, I spent a lot of Friday nights at home watching Primos videos, and back in the day it was VHS tapes or listening to cassette tapes, and that evolved into DVDs, and um, and just learning uh, from Will Primos and the crew there, and uh, just uh, got my start there. Those were my early roots as a hunter. Squirrel hunting with my dad, learning deer and turkey from the Primos crew, and so we're going to have Will Primos sharing his story, his first deer coming up, so be sure to check back for that. Uh, but again, we just want to take a minute to introduce ourselves and kick this thing off and introduce you to the Hunting Roots podcast. Again, brought to you by Onyx. If you're not familiar with Onyx Hunt, you need to check it out. It's the hunting app you can put on your smartphone, and I promise you, if you're like me, you'll use it every day. And my relationship with the Onyx crew goes back uh, to my days of living in Montana, and uh, back before it was even considered or called Onyx, back in the early days when I think it was just a single state they had uh, mapped out was just the state of Montana. And uh, I remember meeting the guys and uh, getting a Garmin GPS, and at that time you would put a chip into the GPS, and man, the the thing has come a long way in the last 10 years or so. Uh, it's been crazy to see how far it has evolved. But again, if you are not familiar with Onyx, be sure to check it out. It's the app that will tell you anything and everything you need to know. A man, a woman sh- honestly shouldn't go in the woods without having Onyx on their phone. And so we're glad to be partnering with these guys. We've got some great things coming, some opportunities for you to cash in, and some prizes and different things coming in the days ahead. But uh, really proud of those guys, what they're doing, and the opportunity to partner with them as the Hunting Roots podcast. Now, so in the office, studio office here today, this is my man cave. This is my uh, hunting shed. It's all of it. It's my office where I work. It's just a, it's a catch-all. My wife dumps all my gear. If it's left anywhere outside the rest of the house, she'll chunk it in here. So this is, like I said, it's my, my office studio uh, it's my little shop. It's got my bows, all my gear. It's just a mess in here, but this is the man cave we'll meet in. Uh, from time to time, I'm going to bring these guys in. I've got Aiden, like I said, Easton, and Remy. And uh, again, these are my young studs. These guys are the other side of the story. The Hunting Roots podcast is, again, helping us dig back to our roots as hunters, 
but also the other side of it is is helping new hunters come alongside, helping them develop and establish their roots. So both sides of it. For some of us, like I said, it's digging back to our roots, telling the story from way back. Uh, but much of the side, other side of that is helping these young dudes, young bucks, young girls get into the woods and discover it, figure out, establish their roots. roots. And for my boys, those roots uh, started early. They run deep already. And, uh, again, Aiden's almost 16. Easton's going to be 13 in a few weeks. Rimbo is 8. And so even at their young age, we've, uh, we've been hunting a long time. I've been carrying them to the woods with me. Uh, they started out before they were old enough to hunt, running camera and just being a camera boy and having a big time. And um, and then we just kind of took off from there. We were living in Montana several years back doing some mission work out there and ministry to sportsmen. And uh, these guys got to tag along. But in Montana, man, you couldn't hunt till you were 11 or 12 years old. And so they had to do a lot of tagging along. So we moved back to Tennessee. That's what home base for us. We're Tennessee boys right here in northwest Tennessee. When we moved back here, it was uh, just an open door for these guys. They could hunt at any age, and they jumped right in, started slamming deer and just having a big time. And so I uh, wanted to bring them in and just to say hello, introduce themselves, and uh, just introduce you to these guys. And, and they'll, like I said, from time to time, be jumping in as part of the podcast. Um, and we're just wrapping up the first week of both season here in Tennessee. Aiden, Aiden got to shoot opening afternoon shoot a doe so we had a little blood shed first blood of the year here in tennessee uh aiden got to strike first he was chomping at the bit aiden tell us about how it went down what you got to shoot your first opening day yeah bow kill right mm-hmm. it, was, it was a really great experience you know we all got to go out there that afternoon and you know we knew we'd be in a spot where we'd see some deer you know the trail camera pictures had shown a lot of deer from the previous week and so I'd put been put up in a tree stand, and uh, right off the bat, you know, maybe an hour or so in, the two deer come up, and I'd get my bow ready, and, you know, I could tell these deer had no idea I was there, you know, I was yep. just so up there in the tree. and oh. Pretty good deal. You were in a ladder stand, and uh, Aiden started several years ago hunting by himself. I guess, when, when did you shoot that bow kill back here behind the house? That was, were you 13? Three years ago. I yeah, think. yeah. You were twelve, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, twelve years old. Aiden had wanted to go out and and bow hunt or you know hunt by himself. And we've got a blind back here behind the house. We call it the Ducker Bleed Blind, and uh, it's an old boat topper. We pulled off a boat and turned it into a, a blind. And he wanted to hunt by himself. And man, that's that's kind of a bittersweet experience, you know, when your son decides that he's big enough, he's man enough to hunt on his own. You wait for that day, but it's also tough because you love tagging along. And he went out behind the house and and had a nice eight-pointer come across the food plot and got to shoot him, and uh, he was all on his own. Solo hunt, killed a buck with his Matthew Stoke, 12 years old, and uh, he's killed several since then, some big ones, some small ones for a long time. What do we call him, Easton, for the longest time? Sweet meat. Sweet meat. Remy, what does sweet meat mean? You don't know? Sweet meat is, is a name we gave Aiden because Aiden had a little bit of a – what was the deal, Easton? You tell me. What, why do we call him sweet meat? He's good at killing the tiny ones. <laughs> He's good at killing the, the tiny ones. And Aiden hates the name Sweet Meat. So, you know, he he did pick that up because what happened was he was in that stage where he was starting to kill stuff with his bow, killing deer. And, man, he just – he was eating it up. He was having a big time. And it didn't matter what walked out in front of him. He was slinging arrows, weren't you? I mean, oh, yeah. he was just getting deer under his belt. And several times, I mean, just in the excitement, 
you weren't really paying attention to the, how big they were. He just knew they didn't have spots, and he was going to send it. And uh, there were several times he would say, hey, Dad, I got one down. He'd shoot me a text or radio on the walkie-talkie, say, Dad, I got one over here. And uh, we were so fired up, and we walk over there and, and walk up and blood trail and, and get to the end of that blood trail and walk down there. And, man, there would be a Bambi sitting there. No spots, but he was. it was so small. You could – you walked it out with, right. over your shoulder like a turkey, did you not? Like Basically, that first time, <laughs> throw it in your back of your vest. I don't know. That's how I carried my first deer out. I, my first bow kill, I can't lie, it was much like yours. It was a button buck. I was hunting with John Paul, and uh, that was my first bow kill. I thought I shot a big doe, and it ended up being a button buck, and I carried it over my shoulder like a turkey, and uh, it was so small. But So we called you sweet meat for a little while. But in this last little bit, though, you've broke from that and decided, you know what, I'm graduating up to shooting bigger deer. Shot a big doe, open an afternoon, um, and so that was awesome, man. First blood of the year uh, for you here in Tennessee, open an afternoon, that was awesome. Me and Remy were in a blind. Easton was in a blind, open a week. Remy, how'd your hunt go? What was the deal for open a week? We've been a few times now. What's the word? Are you seeing anything, or is it just pretty horrible? It was horrible. It was very horrible. Why, why was it horrible? A deer hunt can't be horrible. What was the deal? Well, come on. We saw nothing until we started packing up the blind, and then we heard a deer getting spooked. Yeah, we heard one getting spooked right there, blowing at us outside the blind. But, well, hey, what about Big Six? We've been after this deer called Big Six since Velvet Hunt weekend. Remember we looked yeah. for him yeah, during Velvet Six? And why do we call him Big Six? Because he was a six-pointer. Just a big six-pointer, right? He was a, you know, Lake Pickle likes shooting the big six-pointers, and that's kind of what I thought about. thought about Lake Pickle, our buddy down at Primos, and uh, and this was just a big, wide six. We saw him back in Velvet Hunt. We were going to try to uh, get Remy on it. That was one of our target bucks for Rimbo uh, back on the Velvet Hunt here in Tennessee, and just didn't happen. He was a no-show. We had him all week long coming out every night, and then uh, during the hunt itself, he slipped out the back door. We never got him, but he walked up behind us, Last week, Remy and I were there, open a week. We were hunting in a bean field. We were set up down the trail. We thought he might be coming out of, watching the mouth of that trail. And I looked out the back of the blind, ground blind, and sure enough, there's big six at 25 yards. He was slipping in behind us. And, dude, we went to scrambling, trying to get stuff. I'm pushing you over to get you around and moving tripods. And we're fumbling around. And I look out there. The next time I look back there, he was high-tailing across the bean field. He heard us, right? Got up there about 15 yards and – Boogied on out. Easton, what was the deal for you open a week? It was it was kind of slim picking for you too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. There was three bucks, I believe I saw their smaller dinker bucks. And I think it was two does that were probably sweet meat still. See, two. now Easton. And it was, that that was about all for that first time. I think I saw three does and, I mean, two does and three bucks. You've been in the money spots. and. Yeah. We kept getting on to Easton. We're like, dude, why are you not shooting me? You got deer in front of the blind. And, and he was so worried about – he didn't want to shoot one of the small bucks, which, my, you know, hats off to you. He's he's letting the small bucks walk. But I looked back one time, glassed across the field, and he had two does right in front of the, in front of the blind. And he said that he, he was afraid they looked too small. And he didn't want to be, he didn't want to be wearing the label sweet meat like his, his older brother. So he, he let him walk. So we're, we're getting on to Easton. We're going to have to start getting him to sling some arrows because he's letting too many walk. But – uh First week is in the books. We've had a big time, great season so far. Like I said, Aiden kicking off the season with the first uh, first opening day bow kill. He's killed a handful of deer now with his bow, but the first one on opening afternoon. There's nothing like 
first blood on first day. That's a lot of fun. And so I was proud of you, Aiden, proud of you other two boys for getting after it. We've had a lot of rain these last few days. We've had some soccer games to get to, but we're getting that out of the way. Soccer season is about over for Avery. Uh, my oldest child, Avery, she we try to gra- drag her in here, but she's not going to do a podcast with us, I don't think. She has gotten awfully busy in the last few years. She's a stone-cold killer. Now, these boys would give her crap a lot of times talking about she doesn't ever kill deer, but the last time they got to talking smack and, and trash-talking her, she went out one afternoon and, and loaded the truck. She shot a buck and two does, a limit on afternoon limit, and uh, she showed the boys how it's done. So she's a, she's a stone-cold killer in her own self, but uh, we may bring her in from time to time as well. But, man, we just wanted to take time tonight to – introduce you guys just kind of an introduction podcast to introduce ourselves again we are tennessee boys right here in northwest tennessee near kentucky lake um we love the lord love the opportunity to spend time in his creation and i I just hope and pray this podcast will be something that encourages you educates uh entertains and just equips you for the journey ahead Uh, again taking you back to your roots helping you establish new roots and uh, that's what the point of this podcast is uh, looking forward to great things to come. We've got some great guests lined up in the weeks ahead. Again, Will Primo's coming up first. Uh, we've got the story of Michael Perry that took a fall from his tree stand and was impaled on a tree below. He's going to share the graphic, incredibly gruesome story, a story of survival, uh, but a story you don't want to miss. A lot of untold stories, a lot of stories, again, telling the other side of the story that you may not have ever heard before. And so a lot of great guests coming up in the weeks ahead. I hope you'll follow along and uh, let us know what you think about this new podcast, the Honey Roots Podcast. Be sure to follow along on our journey, and we hope to encourage you on yours. We'll see you right back here next time. Shoot straight. God bless.